and breathe. I would not blame you if you stayed up all night on the adrenaline rush from last night's win, from last night's ending. What a game. 110-107, the final score. Bucks go up three games to two in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Holy cow. This was another exhausting crazy, intense basketball game between the Bucks and the Celtics, and we weren't even playing. I, I still don't even know how it happened. I went to bed at halftime. Excuse me? Yeah. Is that because you knew what was going to happen, Chewy Damas? Bingo. You want to tell the story? Chewy was right. Holy f- Chewy was right. Listen, listen, listen. We have a lot to get to this morning about the Bucks' victory, but before we get to that... I mean, when you know what's about to happen, I guess you don't have to watch it. Yeah, that's a very good point. Exactly. That's why I went to bed. (laughs) So we've been talking about how Chewy has been somehow seemingly knowing the outcomes of these games. Not always 100% correctly, but pretty dang close. Close enough to make us go, hmm, something's up. This is weird. How is he doing this? It happens like once a year where like Nostradamus speaks to him for like three weeks straight and he just goes on a heater. Yeah. On a bender. You're on a Nostradamus bender all of a sudden. So you had correctly predicted game two. You had correctly predicted game three. Am I right? Two and three or three and four? Uh, So he. Two, three and four. Yeah. Two, three and four. (laughs) And five. (laughs) So yesterday. We're, to full disclosure, we're on the show, and usually that's when we would reveal the Chewy Damas, the Nostra Chewies, and he didn't have a feel. I said, oh, well, wait a minute. Maybe your Mio monster will come through a little bit later in the show, and nothing. You, were, you weren't yeah. sure. You, but you didn't feel great. I will say that. Like You were like, eh, I don't know. I don't have a great feeling about it. So in the middle of the day, you texted the group, and you said what? You said, I well, don't have Well, Ashley, read it. The group, the group. What you said to the group was, Nostradamus has spoken to me. Sorry, Gabe. I can only tell Ashton. Nostradamus has spoken to me. Sorry, Gabe. I can only tell Ashton, which is weird. Like, is it because he was worried about affecting your psyche, affecting your nerves? I don't know. But again, this is not my first time that I've experienced Nostradamus speaking through Chewy. So who am I to argue with Nostradamus's wishes. So he can only tell it to Ashy. So what does he do? He sends Ashy a text. And of course, it's a talk to text. So you have to be, <laughs> you have to forgive him for the typos. What did he text you, Ashton? At 3.38 p.m. on Wednesday in the year of our Lord, 2021, May 11th. 2022! 2022. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy sends me box by three. <laughs> box. B-O-X by three. <laughs> Surrey sucks. <laughs> this is But you, my friend, do not. How did you know at 338 right. that the Bucks were gonna win by three? I was very excited because my oldest came down from Marquette, Michigan to do some recruiting and he bought me a Himalayan salt block, which you cook steaks on. Thing's really amazing. So I'm cutting the package over it, and something, the wafting or whatever came over me. And I'm like, oh, a box by three. Okay, but I can't tell Gabe. All right, fair enough. And that's how it went down. Why can't you tell Gabe? I don't know. He just said, don't tell Gabe. He doesn't make the rules, Jen. What do you I don't. Think? I'm just a medium. That's all I am. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> you know? 
Uh, we're laughing <laughs> about avatar. this. I'm starting to think you are. I'm starting to think you are Biff Bleep and Tannen. You've got the almanac over there. You're just keeping it from us. Can't tell Gabe. Can't, you know what? You didn't tell Jen either. You <laughs> I was about to put say, little, Jen. Yeah, Jen, that's going to real good for you. Put a little coinage on that. Get a little action going. Uh, I did bet a couple things on the Bucks game last night. I bet Giannis to score 40 points, so I won that one. And I bet Giannis to score 35 points or more and Jason Tatum to score 35 points or more. Jason Tatum had 34 points. He was wide open on... I didn't want him to score. Don't, don't get me wrong, guys. I did not want want Jason Tatum to score but he was wide open on that final possession that Drew Holiday ended up stealing for what it's worth because Wesley Matthews fell down at the middle of the floor anyway is do you have any idea how you're doing this do you have any idea like the voices come and then I don't know it just comes over every now and then like Gabe said but I might not get game six I have no idea and if I didn't get game five I would have just said no I, I don't know. Very, very strange. Bow and arrow. <laughs> Bow, Bow and, and arrow. arrow. <laughs> it's from a movie. I don't know which one. <laughs> Robin I thought that was another talk to text <laughs> yeah. type of thing that we were getting wrong. So yes, the Bucks did win last night. Chewy was right. We have already let him know that he was right. Um, the Celtics guys had a ninety-five percent chance of winning this game with one minute and forty-five seconds to go. Okay, a 95% chance winning this game with a minute 45 to go. And yet it was the fourth quarter for your Milwaukee Bucks where they just locked it down. I tweeted immediately afterward. The best thing about that fourth quarter was down the stretch. And you can pick your points, right? Because they weren't ex- they weren't especially efficient in the fourth quarter, guys. I think they scored nine points in the final eight minutes or something crazy like that. But it was everybody contributing, which is exactly what we said had to happen in order for them to win this game. You got West making a big three. You got Giannis with the two. You got Drew with a three. You got West to Giannis for the big three-pointer. Stan Van Gundy, sorry you were wrong. Giannis can take the threes. Drew with a three. Bobby Portis making his presence known inside. Giannis misses the free throw. Bobby in the position to get the rebound and the putback. I mean, it was just, like I said, everybody on the floor contributing in those moments. And Gabe, I feel like that has to be the recipe for them to succeed in game six as well. Absolutely. But at the start of the fourth quarter, I thought, oh, here we go again. Like the Celtics started, I think, five for five. Like the Bucks were, were like three or four or something early in the fourth quarter, and the Celtics are five for five. So they did not like gain any ground. They're down nine. Next thing you know, they're down 14. It's just, it, ugh, I, I still don't know how it happened. I, I, I watched the whole thing. I've watched the highlight package roughly 6,000 times, and I'm still not quite sure how this happened. Like, they stole the game. Like, Drew stole it at the end. They literally stole this game because they shouldn't have won it. They should not have won it. Somehow did. And now, Fry, oh, man. Can you imagine? Tomorrow night, Deer oh, District, cr- 80 degrees. 80 degrees. That place yeah. is going to be bumping. Yeah. Chewy, you want to get out there? No, I'm All good. four of us hang out for the Nostradamus game? Nostradamus definitely told me, don't go downtown, okay? <laughs> but don't I mean, be around people. Should, should Connaughton start over Allen? Um, so Connaughton, I think, hit the first bucket of the game, didn't he, for the Bucks? I he think, did. Like, yeah. No, no, Allen did. Grayson, ah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, thank Grayson, you. Grayson Grayson's done it the last two games. He hit the layup uh, right away in game four, and then last night hit the three right away. And then but he's still getting seems picked like on. A, he's hotter, though. No, I mean, it's like the Ryder Cup game, right? Oh, yeah. You pick your hot golfer as your captain's pick, right? 
But so what I think with Connaughton coming off the bench, what I think they like there is trying to be able to, because he comes in, now you can take Giannis out or Holiday out. Like when he comes in, you can kind of balance and stagger how you're resting Giannis and Drew, because again, they both played over 40 minutes last night. And having Pat then come into the game gives you that bench option. Now he was in at the close of the game. So starting the game, who cares? He's in at the end. And that's the important part because he hit the two free throws to put him up by three to make you right last night. So, or excuse me, make Nostradamus right. Um, but I, I like Pat coming off the bench. They got to figure out, they do have to figure out something with Grayson because there are flashes where it's like, okay, I see it. In this series, like, he's just been picked on defensively. Yeah. It's just not there. Remember last year, Bobby Portis against the Nets didn't play at all in the last four games, basically, of that series, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, if that's the decision Bud makes, is that he just he starts the game, maybe goes ten minutes if he feels it great, and if he doesn't, he's not playing the rest of the game. I'm okay with that. But the Bobby problem, or or, or with, with Grayson, okay. with Grayson. But the problem is with no Chris. Like yeah. they only went eight deep last night. I know both teams only went eight. Yeah, eight deep. and Brooke didn't play it all in the fourth quarter. I don't think. Yeah, I he only played. Check. He played twenty minutes total in the game. Brooke played twenty minutes. Total well, he offered. He had two points last night. Yeah. So I guess he offered free throws, offered for three. He was yeah, one, one for four. four. Uh, Grayson Allen, three for seven um, from the floor. So, yes, that is a little bit concerning because you were expecting to get a little bit of that sharp. Like, I honestly believe, guys, that Grayson Allen was a huge part of their offensive plan last night. I think the plan was to get him going, get mm-hmm. him hot, get him working, and it just became very clear early on that that was not going to happen. But three turnovers for him. I mean, like you look at the turnovers. Giannis had seven, but Giannis... Always has the basketball, yeah, so there's going to be some yeah. turnovers. Three turnovers for a guy who doesn't have the ball all that often, they just can't happen. Just can't. Gabe mentioned that the Bucks were down 14 with 10 minutes left in the game, and then all of a sudden, their threes started to fall. All of a sudden, you started to see that game plan working. And guess what also was happening, guys? The Celtics got a little bit of the issue that the Bucks had had, which was... Not moving the ball, a little bit stagnant, a little hero ball happening, and then all of a sudden, the wheels fell off for them. I spent so much time on Twitter last night after the game, just trying to soak in all the like post-game stats. Um, like that, that was reflected in there. Um, you know, the seven offensive rebounds that the Bucks had in the fourth quarter. The Celtics had six total rebounds. Um, you know, there was the stat per second spectrum, which is an advanced statistic that the NF that the excuse me NBA uses. Um, like they, you can see, I mean, how much the Celtics were moving the ball in the first three quarters, and the average touch for every player was four point six seconds after not being above three point three the entire game. So they just got slow. They Maybe just got they slow. Got held on the ball because we had talked about Giannis fatigued and Giannis looking gassed. Maybe the Celtics finally had caught up with them this series. And, the physicality of it. And what's wild is. So the Celtics, through three quarters, shot 31 threes. They finished the game with 31 threes. They did not take a single three-pointer in the fourth quarter, which is wild because it's been such a, you know, Marcus Smart hitting threes and Jalen Brown hitting some big threes. I know Tatum has struggled from downtown in this series, but threes were certainly part of the recipe that put them up by 14. But as I said, points coming at a premium late in the fourth quarter. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd have to check the stat, but I think it was something like nine points in the last eight minutes. Which is crazy because it didn't seem like the Bucks could get a stop all game. But, but again, this didn't seem like the Celtics could get a bucket. Yeah, in the last, well, in the last, exactly. Like the, the Celtics were getting buckets, Bucks couldn't get a stop, and then suddenly that flips on its head the last eight minutes. Fawcett got turned off.